Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Second hour, Clay and Buck kicks off right now. And we got a little announcement for the Clay and Buck Podcast Network. It's uh, adding another member of the podcast Avengers, if you will. Uh, Sean Parnell, a good friend of ours, is joining our podcast family with his Battleground podcast debuting tonight. Some of you may not know Sean, so let me tell you, he's a former U.S. Army Ranger, served in the uh, served in Afghanistan, was part of 10th Mountain Division, retired as a captain, best-selling author of Outlaw Platoon, an excellent uh, memoir of his time in Afghanistan, and uh, Sean's been a friend of, of ours for many years. So go check him out in the Clay and Buck podcast feed. So now he would join the likes of Tudor Dixon, Carol Markowitz, Lisa Booth. We even had a bonus episode from the one and only Tucker Carlson in the feed. So Clay and Buck feed is your one-stop shop for all of your excellent podcast listening needs. And you want to go get it on the iHeartRadio app, which is a free app, and you should all have it on your smartphone. Uh, go to the app store, iHeartRadio app and uh subscribe to clay and buck feed you'll get all these shows and uh sean is uh is a great guy you you've met sean i mean you guys go back a little bit right we've had him on the show yeah we've had I'm, him on the show he's a monster pittsburgh steelers fan so has that been good uh, or bad in recent years how have they been uh, doing i they, they they always are last few years they've been basically a 500 style team they always end up with mike tomlin as their coach a little bit better than 500 uh, but for the Steeler fans out there, they would nod along. They don't really have a quarterback and they haven't had a quarterback since Ben Roethlisberger retired. And so if you don't have a quarterback in the NFL, Buck, you're screwed. Um, and uh, in terms of being able to contend for a championship, certainly in the AFC where Patrick Mahomes is the uh, best quarterback in his generation. So that is that. But Sean is an awesome dude. I think we also have, I didn't even realize we added Lisa Booth. Uh, to the, uh, the podcast feed as well. So we've got a really, I would say, stellar cast of, uh, of podcast 
listenership. If you're especially if you're out in the road, we have a huge trucker uh, listenership buck. If you're out there and you're looking for fun things to uh, to to sample in addition to this show, I think we've got some really good stuff in the podcast feed. Absolutely. Now, let's turn our attention here to the the brazenness with which Gavin Newsom. Uh, who Clay is, Clay is saying he's a little disappointed in Gavin ever since, uh, our friend Sean Hannity hosted that town hall and Ron DeSantis really cleaned his, cleaned his clock. Wrecked Gavin him. Absolutely um, wrecked him. Wrecked him. And, uh, since then it's been not so great for Gavin. Here he is though. Th- this was amazing. He's out there doing his thing, telling everybody that Biden has a quote, extraordinary record as president. Play it. I think he's doing everything he needs to do. I mean, he's got an extraordinary record. He's doing everything he needs to do on Ukraine at the moment. He's doing everything he needs to do uh, to reconcile and wrestle some common sense as it relates to a bipartisan approach to address the issue of the border uh, where the Republicans couldn't take yes for an answer. He is leading. But here's my point. It's because of his age that he's been so successful. So the opportunity to express that for four more years what a gift it is for the American people. And as a Democrat, what a gift for me to make the case for the leader of our party, Joe Biden. Clay, you almost have to respect it. Everyone <laughs> knows, everyone knows Biden is too old and is in decline. And there's probably some dementia there. Who knows what stage it's in? Everybody knows this. And Gavin Newsom is out there saying Biden's a great president with an extraordinary record because of his age. This, I, he gets the prize. I mean, I don't know what to say. The gaslighting has reached a level that is, is truly astonishing and, and you almost have to respect it. Joe, uh, I mean, uh, Gavin Newsom buck could see a 800 pound woman in a bikini and say that she looked amazing in it. And it was because of her weight that she looked so amazing in it. That, that's basically the equivalent of what Gavin Newsom is arguing right now. You can say, and look, I disagree with the argument, but you can say Trump is going to be such an awful president that even Joe Biden in his diminished state is a better option than Donald Trump. Again, I disagree with that argument. That would be a somewhat fair version of why a Democrat should argue for Joe Biden to be selected. Joe Biden, because of his age, has an intellectual capacity that is unlike the other candidates and therefore is undiminished in any way and has to be the nominee, is an embarrassing absurdity, much like the argument that an 800-pound woman in a bikini looks amazing because of her weight. It, I, I, On some level, this is Joe Scarborough, I don't even have a gag reflex-esque, that you just will argue anything to the point of just puking out absurdity. I'm I'm just here to tell everybody that this is going to be what the Democrats are doing. This is actually the plan. I know that we all sit here and go, oh, my gosh. And so they're going to tell you that, that he's great. Here's the, the governor of Pennsylvania. This is cut three. Josh Shapiro, he's out there saying... Biden is the nominee, and it's it's great to be able to support such a strong nominee. Play three. Well, Joe Biden's going to be our nominee, and I'm proud to support him. I'm proud to get out there and talk about his record of achievement and make sure I prosecute the case against Donald Trump and show the clear contrast between the kind of chaos Donald Trump would bring and the way 
President Biden is there to protect our freedom and expand it. When folks come over to me and say nice things, look, I'm just glad they're paying attention to our work in Pennsylvania. The way we've cut taxes and at the same time invested historic amounts in public education and in public safety. The way we're growing our economy. I'm glad folks are taking note of what we're doing in Pennsylvania, and I'm proud to be out there supporting Joe Biden. Pennsylvania governor, proud to support Joe Biden, the great nominee for the party. We're going to have to take a lot of showers when we listen to this stuff between now and Election Day, Clay, but it's it's already starting. They are just going to lean in to the most absurd lies because they think it'll work. At least that one is, hey, he's on my team and I'm going to defend him. It's not quite as obsequious as what we just saw from Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom said he's basically a superstar because he's so old and has dementia. I mean, that's insane. Yes. And this is also, I would say in general, why so many people hate politicians. Right? I mean, because if you were just an honest Democrat, I just saw where there's a video that's just now starting to circulate. They're having a competitive primary in Maryland to see whether or not, uh, see who's going to be the nominee for the Democrat party. They're going to run, uh, against Larry Hogan, the former very popular Republican governor of Maryland. And one of those Democrat candidates was caught on tape saying, I wish Joe Biden was 10 years younger. That's a very legitimate perspective to have if you're a Democrat. If Gavin Newsom came out and said, I'm going to vote for Joe Biden because I think he's a better option than Trump, but I really wish he was 10 years younger. I would say, you know what? I don't agree with Gavin Newsom's perspective, but that's at least somewhat honest. I think most Americans will accept difference of opinion when they see you go over the top and there is no logical connection to it at all is when I think they rebel. And this is why I think, Buck, I think there's just a great deal of uh, distrust after COVID. I saw the data. The younger you are, the more likely you are to be unaffiliated with either political party. And I think it's because there's just that I would say the number one characterization in America right now, regardless of political party, is a lack of trust in institutions and people in positions of power. And I think that leads to Trump being popular with a lot of people out there that are not engaged on a day-to-day basis on the political process, but they just feel like everybody is so corrupt, and at least Donald Trump is a rich enough guy that he's not trying to sell out to make more money. We've talked about it on this show. I think it's important. Trump's the only person to run for president in our lives who's ended up with less money than he had before he ran for president. I mean, Bloomberg spent so much that he probably well, had less money. But, but he didn't, to win, it wasn't right? To, like, to end up in a position oh, yeah, where yeah. you are the president. Like Clinton is filthy rich now. Barack Obama's filthy rich right now. I think George W. Bush is doing pretty well for himself. Um, Al Gore is really rich, never president, Al, but we should be we should be ashamed of that one. Just as a as a country, as a culture, Al Gore. Al Gore really is super filthy rich. Um, Hillary Clinton certainly has turned on the money spigot. Uh, again, Trump is the only person I can think of who yeah. will have been elected president and have made less money than he would have if he had never run for political office at all. I mean, Nancy Pelosi is really rich, but you know she's excellent. Impeccable timing. She's just. She's just She's like just the Warren Buffett of really of, good. Of I mean, investing. who knew all this time Nancy Pelosi was better than pretty much every major hedge fund manager in the country who graduated, you know, from the top of their class at Wharton and worked on Wall Street for 20 years. Nancy Pelosi 
more insightful with her stock picking than them. It's remarkable. Nancy had this superpower tucked away all those What did all Nancy just make off NVIDIA, uh, which obviously has been on a tear with AI? I think some staff looked this up. They, they shared her, her, if you look at Nancy Pelosi's historical stock picking profile and you compare it with the most astute investors in all of America, Nancy Pelosi beats them. It definitely would have been a smart move. I'm kind of, well, I didn't really I wish she would tell me anyway. how she was going to trade I, in advance. I'll just start I was following say, her there should be, you know, there, there is something called the, for Jim Cramer, you all know Jim Cramer from CNBC. Uh, there's a reverse Cramer fund or reverse index Cramer or whatever. Thing, yeah. Where, index where you go opposite, whatever Jim Cramer says, buy, you sell, whatever he says, sell, you buy effectively. Um, I don't think it's actually done that well in recent years to be fair to Cramer, but there is one. I, I would. I would mirror Nancy Pelosi's trades. If I were somebody who was, uh, you know, out there and able to do it, um, I would want to know what Nancy's going heavy on. I would do Because too. I'd go heavy on it too. Cause, you know, somehow she went from, I know her husband is in business or something and I wonder if he ever gets any interesting information from her. Uh, but she's worth uh, hundreds of millions of dollars now. I mean, she's in the like hundred, 150 million plus category at this point, which is, uh, yeah. Nancy Pelosi, everybody. Oh, Clay, I did want to throw this in the mix before we uh, move, move along here. Gavin Newsom, when asked, this is cut two, when asked about jumping into the presidential race, he's like, I just, I just, you know, it's a sideshow. He's not into it, folks. He's not into it. Play two. Have you gotten any calls, Governor, well, encouraging I mean, you to run? It's all idle chatter. It's all around. It's all, you know what? That's a sideshow. I think what Democrats need to do is worry less, do more, continue to overperform as we have, continue to win, make the case. Don't be ashamed of 4.1% GDP over the last two quarters. Don't be ashamed about the alliance management of the Biden-Harris administration. Don't be timid about right. making the case for the record of this administration. So you're ruling it out 100%. 100%. I wouldn't, it's not even an interesting conversation. Not even an interesting conversation, he says, Clay. Hmm. I'll tell you my theory on this when we come back. That's called a tease. By the way, Nancy Pelosi's husband has made over $1.25 million in NVIDIA stock in the last three months with a, I believe he bought options in NVIDIA and has made $1.25 million in the last three months. That sounds nice. Yeah. Up, How many of you made 1.25 million in the last three months? Not a bad, not a bad gig. Not a bad gig. You know, if you're that family member who had the video camera back in the day, you know, you were the videographer of Christmases and New Year's and birthdays and school plays and sporting events and all that stuff. But what happens to those VHS tapes? Right now, they're just sitting around collecting dust and over time becoming harder and harder to actually watch and use. So it is time to digitize what is on those tapes, and you can do so with Legacy Box's help. This Tennessee-based company provides the easiest and safest way to reclaim all the priceless footage that you haven't seen in years. You send your aging VHS and camcorder tapes, film reels, and pictures to Legacy Box. Like, I've done this. Clay's done this. My in-laws have done this. Uh, it's such a fun process, and not just the end product, but honestly gathering it all together because you think about all those memories and you, you kind of remember like, oh, wait, wasn't this the video of? And then when you get it back, you get to watch it and you can just text it or email it to friends and family. And it's a way to protect your family's legacy and enjoy it for decades to come. A million and a half families have benefited from Legacy Box. You can, too. Go to LegacyBox.com slash buck. That's LegacyBox.com slash buck. Save 50%. 
LegacyBox.com slash B-U-C-K for 50% off their regular prices. Helping you separate truth from fiction every single weekday. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Buble's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything. Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years, and in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. All right, Buck, you were just talking about the ridiculous endorsements of Joe Biden from the governors of Pennsylvania and California. Here is my thought. We got new polling out, and I want to talk about this next hour because I think it's interesting, but there is a new Harvard-Harris poll out. Has Trump up six? Has him up seven or eight? with third-party contenders all rolled in. Why does that matter? To me, Buck, what they're doing is they're going to see where Joe Biden is around the time we get to Memorial Day. Because my theory is, I'm curious if you would buy in, regardless of what your politics are, a lot of people are going to dial out in a big way of the political process during the summer because you got kids, grandkids, vacation. That's traditionally what happens. I know we'll be up in Milwaukee in July, and then you have the conventions in August. But I think they kind of freeze, 
and then it's where are you Memorial Day, and then where are you at Labor Day, and when you're coming out of the conventions, and really Labor Day is when the the, the race begins in earnest. But if Biden is not closer by Memorial Day, I think there's going to be a panic setting in. And my theory is they will try to force him out and open it up at the Democrat National Convention. And that's what I think all these guys uh, are when they're when they're having these unbelievable endorsements of Biden, which all of us think look ridiculous. It's about trying to gain his favor in advance of what they think is going to be an open primary. This, open, this uh, was inevitable. This was inevitable. This is where they're, you know, now they're, they're walking around the factory and they're turning on the machines, right? The, they're waking up the different parts of the apparatus now to do what it has to do to try to push Biden through again on this, on the, you know, other side of things or rather, uh, an additional sort of, um, parallel effort. Has been all the legal stuff, right? That's all been churning, yeah. churning, churning. That's all anti-Trump. They are just now beginning to mobilize the, yes, fine, Joe Biden, you know, like they're trying to do this. I do think that there is, um, there's going to be a little bit of a gut check moment for them because if they are doing that between now and June and they can't, uh, move the numbers, uh, that, that's going to be very concerning for them. That said, I also believe, uh, that they, as crazy as it may sound, that their plan B would be Kamala if they have to have a plan B. I still, I still don't see the, uh, the alternative and we could, we'll continue to talk about the possibilities here and the different chances. There, I was Do you agree this- with me that they would be a little bit panicked if Memorial Day were still seeing the same poll results as we are right now? Depends on where the legal stuff goes. Yeah. If they think at that point the Jack Smith trial is happening, I do not think they are panicked. I think they believe that the Jack Smith trial We'll get, if it happens, we'll get a conviction. And if that happens, it's enough that Biden can win even in his current state. That's like fundamentally what I think the plan is. So we'll see. We'll talk about that in the next hour, Buck, because there's some polling out that's starting to reflect that maybe because of that how political be these charges. Looking for that. Yeah. Yeah. That it hasn't, it's not moving the way they want it. Uh, you can switch your cell phone service to Pure Talk right now. Save yourself a lot of money on the bill each month. Not only that. Right now, you can get a free Samsung 5G smartphone as well. No trickery involved, no multi-phone number requirement, no activation fees, just the Samsung built to last with a sturdy screen, quick-charging battery, top-tier data security. Qualifying plans, just 35 bucks a month, unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. I mentioned that my oldest son has a Pure Talk phone. He was on the road down at the University of Georgia this weekend. We stayed in touch with him through that Pure Talk phone. Most dependable 5G network, half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. And you can get a Samsung G 5G smartphone right now. Dial pound 250, say the keywords Clay and Buck. That's pound 250, say Clay and Buck. I stand before you today not only as your past and hopefully future president, but as a proud political dissident. I am a dissident. Remember this. I've been indicted more than Alphonse Capone, Mr. President. Do you know who that is? Even the president just said, I do. Scarface, Al Capone. If he had dinner with you and he didn't like the smile in your face, he thought you were mocking him by smiling, you would be dead before you got home and said hello to your wife. And Alphonse Capone, I have, I got indicted four times by this gang of thugs for nothing. Or, as I say respectfully to the people from foreign countries, 
for bullshit. Donald Trump there at uh, CPAC, which happened over over the weekend. Um, and uh, Trump there saying that, well, a lot of things are in the course of his speech, but he's saying he's ready to be president again, but he's clearly very bothered, understandably so, by what's going on on the legal side of things. You'll notice he just wants a fair fight against Biden in this election, and he's being denied that it's something that i think we shouldn't lose sight of in this process clay this isn't a already a fair contest based on what they've been able to do with all this legal stuff and i'm i've asked some friends of mine who are uh you know high-powered attorney types what happens here with this settlement now he owes as we've discussed and including last week they're calling it the trump cash crunch he owes in new york $454 $454 million. Yeah. Uh, now he is a billionaire. If you, if you told me I, I had, if you told me I'd get a billion dollars if I guessed Trump's net worth, I, you know, I would say it's between two and three billion dollars. If he liquidated everything, if he sold yeah. every property, every interest, every stock, you know, so I, I think Trump is probably worth two or three billion dollars. I, you know, how much you couldn't really tell because until you try to sell some of these assets, I mean, what's Mar-a-Lago worth? Mar-a-Lago alone has got to be worth. I mean, Russia's home sold for 150 million dollars, so Mar-a-Lago has got to be worth two, three times that at least. Yeah, I, mean, I would think at least 500 million by itself. Yeah, I think it's a. That's right. I'd say four or 500 million dollars is probably what Mar-a-Lago would would go for. So this is why, yeah, he's a billionaire. But as we've discussed, 400 million dollars in cash, even for a billionaire isn't something that's easy to come by, uh, meaning, you know, you'd have to liquidate things and move cash around because people don't keep $400 million in a, in a Bank of America account, or at least, you know, most people don't, even billionaires. So he has to deal with this and they're threatening to seize his assets, seize his buildings in order to force judgment on this and uh, getting a bond, uh, you know, a, a surety bond placed for him is also, I think, going to be a difficult thing. Usually you'd have somebody, you know, if you had a million-dollar bond, you get some company that, that put the money up and you have to show up for court. How do you think this plays out? I, and, and then, of course, in the background of that, Clay, also, they're kind of winning even if they don't win here because think of all the just the, the bull crap they're putting him through in this process. Well, there's also probably, to be fair, a lot of these companies that just don't want to be involved in this. Well, let me give you an example. Buck, let's say that I own a company that is worth several billion dollars and that usually would be involved in some sort of real estate transaction of this nature, right? Do I want to in, uh, invite the New York investigative, investigative community to be going over all of my books by being involved with doing some sort of bonding relationship with Trump to allow an appeal here? No, I don't. And and, and that's me saying I'm, I'm an ad, ad, admitted Donald Trump supporter. I'm going to vote for him in the election. If OutKick were worth billions of dollars, I sold it a couple of years ago, but pretend that I still had my company and it was worth billions of dollars and we had real estate assets, I wouldn't want to be involved in this. There's a lot of people out there who are involved in, uh, in business in general 
There's a lot of uh, trepidation about being involved in any company that has a massive lawsuit or judgment out there pending. It's very hard to get people to buy uncertain outcomes in the legal process. So a part of me, and I may be the first person who's ever said this, a part of me think Trump thinks Trump could win, Buck, by having Letitia James seize one of his buildings and just allow it to happen. Because in the same way that I said uh, on this show, you think, Buck, you think, I think he should be arrested, like, rather he should let them try to arrest him, right? You've said that before on the yeah. I, I said in the in the criminal context, I wouldn't show up in court. I would make federal agents show up at Mar-a-Lago, handcuff me, and bring me to a criminal trial because I think the optics of federal agents storming Mar-a-Lago and taking the chief political opponent of Joe Biden into federal custody would be so destructive that it would help Trump politically. I I feel the same way, and again, I may be the only person out there who's saying this, but can you imagine if Letitia James walks in with a court order and tries to seize Trump Tower or some other asset of Trump's on behalf of New York State? I, 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 I think, think it would strike most people as draconian in a way that crystallizes the absurdity of this pursuit in a way that mm. posting a bond doesn't. Uh, it's risky, but again, I'm know. trying to play it through in terms of what is going to happen here. How is this going to play? I don't think anyone really pay attention to it. I, I think your thing about the arrest, because the visual of that and a, a political opponent getting arrested for also for nonsense, right? It's not like he's being arrested for murdering somebody. Right. Uh, that that I I see totally. We were on the same page with seizing his building. I mean, uh, part of the issue here is uh, so much, so much has gone on that is so is just so beyond the pale and unprecedented, yeah. and you know, uh, um, record breaking or uh, or norm breaking is is really the uh, precedent you know, destroying. On, on, yeah, precedent destroying. Thank you. I remember they used to use this. They would always say this about Trump when he was president. And there'd be these headlines like New York Times in an unprecedented move. Yeah. And then somebody would do a five second Google search. Well, no, like Obama actually did the same thing. What are you talking about? Yeah, know, right. They would always just say it's unprecedented, whatever Trump did. Uh, they have done, and no one disagrees with this or no one could argue this. Uh, they've done a lot of unprecedented things. And so I think that it all gets mixed in together somewhat. Uh, you know, seizing a building, it's not like they're going to. Demo it. You know what I'm saying? The, the optics no, but I just think, just, I just think the change, optics, you know, I, I think they could get away with it. The optics of Letitia James walking in with some court order and, and I don't even know what seizing She's a building. She's not going to kick all the residents like. out. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing really of it. Just, yeah, it's, but it's they would make a big thing. deal of it in the same way when they, when they, uh, when they arrested Roger Stone and CNN somehow managed to be there. I mean, all of the left leaning, leaning outlets would be there. So the balance for me, Buck, is, is that then some way that, that they or, attack? Oh, this is about we're, trying we're to skipping make Trump a step. not do, look do as think, rich. Yeah. Yeah. But do, do you, do you think that they will seize buildings? They've, she's already said, it, Letitia James has said it. Do you think she's going to try to do that if he doesn't come up with the cash? I don't think he can come up with the cash without, it has to be done within 30 days too. Think about that. People say, oh, sell this, sell that. Um, selling Mar-a-Lago, you're not going to be able to do that in 10 days. It's just not possible. Well, right? so just... here's here's the crazy thing about this, Buck. Again, and no one is actually talking about it. In order to come up with the money, he has to get an appraisal 
I think, of the real estate assets that he has and get a uh, basically take out almost a mortgage on those assets. This is what New York already dinged him for, for getting too much asset valuation for his assets, which is why if I'm the company that is out there, I don't want to be involved in getting in the crosshairs of New York, which is why I think the difficulty here. Well, this is what I mean about the surety bond. It, it's not nobody's going to want to go near this because of the, 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 the challenges. But you could have a situation here. I think you just walked us up to this. You could have a situation here where Trump might end up getting even like a mortgage, let's say, or a refinance, maybe a sale of a property that was one of the properties that they said he overvalued in his dealings with the banks and fined him for. He may get top dollar value and take money out of that property to pay the state of New York, which claims that he was inflating the assets that he had at the time that he would now be selling. Is everyone, are you dizzy yet? Make sure you pull over to the side of the road. And and here's the other thing though, Buck. If I'm super rich, let's pretend that I'm worth $10 billion, right? And I want to buy one of these Trump buildings. Do you know what they're going to say if I buy it? That I paid too much to Trump to try to curry political favor and then they're going to investigate me too. Right, So this is what I'm talking about. The challenge that he now has is by going after his initial valuation, they have created the worldview that Trump engages in inappropriate valuation of his real estate assets. Let's say that he sells it to somebody. Whatever that person pays, unless it's a bargain basement price that is way below what people think is the market value, then that's going to be a mess. And, oh, by the way, I'm involved in real estate, not in a massive way, Buck, but here's the other challenge. They're making him do it when real estate values are are struggling because of interest rates. So there are a lot of people out there that might be interested in buying a Trump real estate portfolio. Well, commercial property in particular is very right. hard to value right now, especially for and a sell. sale. And yeah. sell. And at, at a 2 or 3% interest rate, a lot of people would say, hey, you know what? I can make this work at a 7 or 8% interest rate. This just happened to one of the properties that I own in Nashville. They didn't want to commercial real estate. I'm a part owner of a, of a building. The bank just said, hey, we don't want to. Usually it's easy to refi and readdress when these, uh, when these loans are coming up. So we had to buy the whole thing. We had to purchase the entire building because the bank wouldn't work with us. So he said, screw it. We'll just cut a check for the whole thing. But this is the challenge that he's in right now. I, I just think it's a total mess. I think it might lead to seizure. That's I think so too. I think they're gonna do this, which is another insane Crazy. phase yes. of the of the Democrat plan against Trump here that we're gonna keep watching and bringing to everyone's attention. All right, on to something happy and fun for a second here. Spring training for major major league baseball is happening down here in Florida and Arizona too. I know that because MLB players and their stats are showing up on the Prize Picks app, along with players from all the other active sports right now. So if you're a sports fan, a fantasy sports person, the Prize Picks app is what you want to download if you haven't already done so. This is America's number one fantasy sports app, the easiest way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. It focuses on the players and not the teams. Prize Picks app lets you make one decision for each player on their stat of the day. Will it be more or less? So, Clay, I know we got March Madness coming up because it will be the month of March. So a lot of the basketball will be played. We'll talk about it. 
But are you going to be giving us picks for the baseball too? I am. You know, I'm a monster Braves fan. Uh, I mean, I my kids, this is one of those things that happen. My kids love watching the Atlanta Braves every day. Uh, and so we watch the Braves games are on in our house every single day. It's hard to keep tabs on every MLB team, as many of you out there know. I will be giving you regular Braves picks, though, because that's my team and that's what I'm watching play. So prize picks, baseball, basketball, lots of sports up there. Tennis, which I get excited about. Miami Open's happening in a month. Uh, that's what lets you, or rather prize picks lets you place these different picks and you're good to go. Prize picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play if one of your players gets injured. The daily fantasy sports app with injury insurance, no others have it. Download the prize picks app this basketball season. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. So download that prize picks app, put in your deposit, up to a hundred dollars will be matched, which you can then use for your picks in the app. Prize picks app, download it today. Make sure you use that promo code Buck. Need a break from politics? A little comedy to counter the craziness? So do we. The Sunday Hang, a weekend podcast to lighten things up a bit. Find it in the Clay and Buck podcast feed on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Buble's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years, and in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We got a new hero on the American streets. It's not Superman, it's not Spider-Man, not Batman. It's Hunter Biden. Uh, Hunter Biden, according to an Axios story, sees his ability to stay sober as potentially determining the fate of democracy in America. I'm not making this up. These are quotes that Hunter Biden gave in an interview that he did with Axios. This was their lead Monday morning story. I always like to see what their lead story of the day is because it often dictates what the attempts are of Democrats or Republicans to a certain extent, but particularly Democrats are, to set the narrative agenda for the week. And so the idea is Hunter Biden unfairly targeted, criticized based on, uh, according to Democrat perspectives now, uh, the uh, the position that his father has. And Hunter Biden legitimately says in this interview, basically, that he sees his sobriety as potentially impacting uh, the fate of American democracy. Now, Buck, first of all, what jumps out to me is this is ludicrous and insane, even by Biden family standards of ludicrousness and insanity. But I actually think if he were to have a relapse, and by the way, he may already have with the cocaine that's in the White House that suddenly we claim to not know who was actually uh, responsible for it. If that were to happen, I don't know that it would hurt Biden at all, honestly. Well, first of all, we we already know that if Hunter is the hero that America needs right now for democracy, at least we know what his superhero uniform would be. It would clearly be tidy whities with aviators and a pink boa around his neck. (laughs) And his socks jacked up. Like, that's... Hunter Biden already has a superhero costume. We've all seen it, everyone. Yes. He is ready for action. Uh And what else was I saying? Yes, Hunter Biden, uh if he were to have actually a, a relapse or something, anything that can allow Joe... Joe Biden has abused the sympathy card because of personal tragedy, which he has suffered personal tragedies, but he has abused the sympathy card for political purposes for... For, I don't know, for his entire years. career, basically. His whole career. I mean, it's, and, and he, he still does it. He does it all the time. I think it's gross. I think it's really manipulative and, and slimy to do. Um, and, uh, it's served him, unfortunately, far too well in politics. And he will continue to do that. And I think if Hunter as hero fails Clay, then they'll switch back to the, he loves his son who's an addict, just like so many addicts across America. It's like, yeah, but his, him and his son are tied to business deals together while he's the vice president of the United States. I do think at some point, and by the way, Bo Biden, remember, I don't even know that we talked about this. Joe Biden claimed right after that Department of Justice special counsel report from Robert Hur came out that he was offended at the idea that Bo Biden's death could even be brought up as a part of that investigation. And then there seems to be, although we still haven't seen that transcript and we need it, but according to multiple reports, what happened there was not actually that they quizzed Joe Biden about Bo Biden at all, but that under pressure, Biden tried to bring up Bo Biden's death, as he often does. This is almost like a get-out-of-jail-free card for Joe Biden. He starts to get questioned about Hunter or some sort of familial connection to impropriety, and he immediately brings up his son's death. Nobody wants Bo Biden to have died. Everyone wishes that everybody was still alive. We hate to see unusual and unnatural deaths from young people, period, as Bo was. 
But the idea that somehow that cleanses all of uh, Joe Biden's misbehavior is frankly unfair and untrue. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. who's called Mal Evans. who's was on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.